I think the first thing that you need to know about hip-hop, hip-hop is like this. What are you going to do? Stop comparing yourself to Jay. You not like him. You a motherfucking worker, not a boss like Grim. You're done. Shanaynay, you a fraud committing perjury. I got before and after pictures of your surgery. I took you to her doc, but you don't look like rock. Left the operating table, still look like nah. Stretch too, MC Light is back and better than before, as if that was possible. My competition, you'll find them in the hospital. Damn, you gave your classless ass a asthma attack. Smack it down and kick chain your assless ass. How you got another deal when your lyrics ain't real? Whoever goes right need to help you write your will. You about to crush all competition. Ain't no chance for y'all. Little Kim and Shanice, we about to dance on y'all. But let me explain to him what you should do. You should be like me. A fine MC. Don't never have the Bible always right. Nigga, rest in peace and hop off the dick, bitch, do you? When y'all hold the sight, fuck Fox, so screw y'all too, let's be true. Give a fuck if the album pushed back. When it hit the streets, bitch, it's still me. But I'm the one that's getting paid for it. You hoes all set it off. Don't make me break my hair back and let it off. Cleo ho, don't start, no, won't be no. Get knocked out, not knowing what a deep doing, what a deep is, what a deep is, bitch. Freaking out to Queen like Tifa is. What's good? Chilling, chilling. Um, let me go ahead and add an intro, I guess to this. What's up, everybody? You are listening to a God, this is a coming together of podcasts again. This isn't a 40 acres production or a Gucci and the Cook production. This is a both production. <laughs> this is like when uh Earth Wind and Fire linked up with the emotions. This is about to be a classic <sighs> hit right here. Yes, yes, I see it. Mm-hmm. Y'all, the y'all, the emotions. You know that, right? Because ain't no men in the emotions. <laughs> well, if I would say more high energy, but um, the emotions are good. I, I love the emotions. More high energy is that pun intended or? Actually, you know what? I'll take it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> high energy was a um like a spinoff um version of the debarges but they were oh okay and they never actually you know really they were big in the 80s but they had like a one hit on motown so only like you know nerds like me would remember that but they weren't built for that fame i get it hmm? so they weren't built for that fame <laughs> it sounds like i'm telling you something it's high energy yeah i have it all right <laughs> okay all right, oh sorry. This is I'm a stickler for that. Oh no, no, no! It's all good. I'm. It's like I feel like you know when I go record with Gooch now, I'm gonna be <laughs> like, hey, like check your mic. You know, like how's my mic sound? My mic sound nice. Yeah, because you want everybody to hear that ratchet in you know 1080 HD. That's what you want for everybody. <laughs> that sound quality needs to be amazing. All right, so, um. We're here because me and Cook got to talking about this Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma battle. And 
we there was some discrepancies in between our conversation about how we felt about the the methodology behind hip-hop rap battling and what's dope and what's nope and what's required and what's inspired and all of that shit so we were like you know what we should have a we should just throw it all on the table and have a rap battle battle conversation like a debate to see kind of where we stand at and what we consider to be some of the illest hip-hop battles that ever went down some of the things that are required to have a dope hip-hop battle what you look for what you don't look for etc etc and then actually have a more in-depth conversation about this Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj situation that keeps progressing because everybody is surrounded by yes men as far as I'm concerned nobody has anybody going no don't do that (sighs) okay so uh, as you are aware um I have a different stance or um, a different perspective on that only in the sense that as a rap as a battle rap fan um and as an enthusiast of the whole genre itself i'm always um happy to hear a good battle you know with good mcs and who can you know really you know bring their skills to the table and air it out um as far as i'm concerned my philosophy is iron sharpens iron so it's like you know it is like it's in the Coliseum and, you know, you're going to fight to the death and it's just you and your opponent and you just got to flex, you know, but it's verbally and it's a spar and you're jabbing using metaphors and punchlines and you're being clever. So I'm happy that this is happening because I know that Remy is about, she comes from that. Um, she used to be on Fight Club. I watched her battle Lady Luck. You know what I'm saying? I watched her rematch. Um, you know, she'll show up anywhere, she'll freestyle. I have her mixtapes. You know, I had I even had Jesus, which was the um the if you know the lore of it all was that she put out Jesus and on the cover she was like, you know, in the image of Christ like Machiavelli. And so right after that is right when she got into trouble with the law. So everybody was saying that's why she got arrested and went to jail because she did Jesus. So it's like I'm here for this. I think that, you know. I'm confident in Remy's skill and her ability. And I think that Nikki, you know, to her, um, to compliment her with to say, I think she's capable. Gucci, who next Puff Devil Fizzy, you an A-list groupie. And to be the queen of rap, you gotta actually rap. The whole industry know that your shit is a rap. No, to be the queen of rap, you can't have a ghostwriter. And that's why this is my house, flow writer. Niggas done seen Drake pinning, Wayne pinning, and since your first boyfriend left, bitch ain't winning. You an internet troll, a web browser. I'm sorry, you can't get an online without Safari. Mentioning guns, you pussy galore, James Bond. Only time you touch the triggers when you fuck Trace songs. Cokehead, you cheated on your man with Ebro. I might leak the footage of you sniffing them ski slopes. They gassing you up, but you been on E though. Pills and potions, yep, you been on E ho. Got your ghost writers back, so you think you lit. Rimbalushi, I'm a ghostbuster, bitch. I'm supposed to be scared, cause you bought your Barbie chain back. I revert to Annie up, you'll get your Barbie chain yap. Try to front in February, catch you in that May back. Show you how to use your name, you be using your name whack. I'm saying, how you mix Nikki with a Minaj? I'ma park this bitch, put Nikki in the garage. I'm getting money like Nikki Bonds. I'm the big homie. I responded in less than 48 hours. 
Leave her one son over a stack. Little boogie down, basic bitch, thinking she back, back to back. Oh, you mean back to whack, back to back? Me and Trissy laughed at that. They say numbers don't matter, but when they discussing the kings, they turn around and say LeBron ain't got six rings. I never signed a 360, bitch, you wild dumb. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think it's a good thing, but everybody, I don't know. People just aren't impressed. I don't know if everybody knows. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm we'll, not we'll, sure. I think it just needs We'll to get discussed. into it. We'll get into it. Now, you had a flow that you were going with mm-hmm. for the show tonight. So yeah. where, where are we at right now? We're at the introduction. Where, where are we? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just getting ready to ask you. So what's good? Who got you fucked up this week? Um, it, I love this part of y'all's podcast. It is... I was like, God, I can't wait to be on a podcast so I can so I can have a who got you fucked up moment. <laughs> it'd be so many people all the time. Um, let's see, who got me fucked up? Specifically today, East Coast weather got me fucked up. Cause um, talk about it. How talk the about fuck it. you gonna be 80 sandal shades and short shorts Thursday and snow flurrying and sleeting fucking Friday, bruh? Like how? You know, every, me and Ashley are fighting over the fucking temperature at this house right now because some days, literally yesterday, I had to have the heat on and today, or I had to have the AC on because it was fucking hot. And today <laughs> we left the AC on, so now it's cold as a bitch. It's I'm tired of this fucking weather. I need to move to LA, but they got too much smog. I just need to be closer to the fucking equator so life can balance. I can't deal with this. Being you on the know, East Coast and the water not agreeing, like I don't know what's going on with the Atlantic right now, but it's it's really on one. Like it's having its time of the month, and I'm really not feeling it. Not caring <laughs> about how we living out here in the world. Like y'all niggas better just keep coats and keep coats and shorts in the car at the same time. Type of lifestyle is really not for me. I'm not built like white people. I need consistency <laughs> in my temperature. I don't want to be walking around in a fucking fleece hoodie and sandals. That's not my life. If it's going to be cold, nigga, let me get cold attire together properly. I want to iron my jeans and shit. I want to iron my long sleeves and throw on my coat, my nice ass, you know, aviator or whatever, and go out into the world and feel that cool air. Let it out. Yeah, I don't want to do all of that preparation for the cold air only to come outside for my lunch break and find out that it's 90 fucking degrees and I got all hot nigga shit on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Talk I about can't. it. Mm-hmm. I can't. And I also you. can't deal with these niggas in Maryland that can't merge, bro. I'm so sick of niggas in Maryland <laughs> that can't merge, nigga. I don't. 
<laughs> I don't understand what they teach niggas to get their MVA license in Maryland, but merging is not one of them shits. It's not something I can drive. I went to Bluebird Academy. Excuse you. Mm. That Chris taught me how to drive. I can merge. Okay. Mm. It's FYI. That sidebar. I'm just putting that out. There. I, I'm, not, I'm not it's feeling these. I'm not feeling these mergeless ass niggas out here. I'm not getting it. Like it's a very <laughs> simple concept. If you get in on, then you either need, you need to get out of my way. Don't ride beside me thinking that yeah. you're going to infuse through me to get onto the interstate. That's just not how life works. And if you see me getting off, why the fuck you racing me? Let me tell you something. See, people get on me all the time and be like, Cookie, you need to signal. I'm like, no, because these motherfucking petty-ass Maryland niggas on the road, they see the signal going, that's when everybody wants to speed up all Boom. of a sudden. Or everybody's in a rush or got somewhere to go. All of a sudden, want to be in your lane. And I was like, no, I don't have time for it. I'm just going to bust this move. And it is what it is. Like, we wild and reckless on this on, the, on, the, on 495. I got to do, like do that shit now. like that. I got to do that shit now. Like, I knew things mm-hmm. was different in Maryland because I'm from Virginia and, and Virginia is different. Like if you don't know how to merge, you get pulled over and got it and you get a ticket. You know, Virginia police don't fucking play. They assholes. But in Maryland, cops will run you off the road for being in the wrong lane and driving too slow. They won't give you a ticket, but they will definitely roll up on your fucking bumper and push you out the way. Yeah. In the most move. uncasual boys in blue fashion possible. So I have learned to get my life together as far as being out here. And I drive an SUV. So most people ain't trying to see me on the road when I'm really whipping it. Like when I'm whipping it good out that bitch, you ain't trying to see me. But when we when it's time to fucking merge, everybody turn into the Incredible Hawk. It don't matter if they drive a Pinto or a Ford Rig. Mm. Everybody got balls and bold. Like what the fuck? Just let me on and let me off. That shit kills me out here in fucking. I be I mean I, I be wishing I was a superhero that could fly down and just smack cars out of the way sometimes. Let me tell you something. Mm. This is exactly why I'm getting my house together. I'm getting my life together and I am relocating because I'm no longer going to commute to work like I've been doing. Oh, fuck no. It's over. It's a wrap. I'm no longer going to be on the roads. Mm -hmm. I can't do this anymore. I have a terrible case of road rage. I used to be wanting to jump out the car in traffic and just start squaring up on people's bumpers and whatnot. And I... mm -mm. No, no, I refuse. Mm, no, I that's, refuse. That's it. That's all I got. I'm good. I can't. I'm not as good as Gooch. I'm not as good as Gooch at this. I'm not. <laughs> Gooch is fucking amazing. The Gooch is the, the Gooch is king of of what's got you fucked up. Okay. Like I just I'm not as good as her at this. <laughs> like I, I feel like I did. I feel like I did not do a good Gooch, and I wasn't trying to do a Gooch because I'll never be able to Gooch this out. Listen, it's just it's just a release, okay? Her shit is heavenly. Like you it, went back into the moment. You did. You did. Her shit is heavenly though. Like I hear oh, yeah. I, I hear thunder when Gooch gets asked what's got her fucked up. <laughs> I hear thunder claps. It is a moment. It is her moment. That's what she, yes, because you know, she bless her heart, Gooch really is um she really is the invisible bully. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but <laughs> but it's something that she needs, and it's something it's therapeutic for us. We need to do that because all I know is today, wing having got me fucked up. I rolled up in there. I said it was Friday. I wanted some garlic parmesan wings, and I wanted me some French some French fries with salt, pepper, and ketchup, and I wanted me a grape Kool Aid with it to wash it all oh, down. And I get up in there. Yeah. And I see the girl and I'm like, what's up? And 
I look at the Kool-Aid machines and there's no grape. They mm. had blue raspberry, they had red, and they had suicide. But then they had some fuck-ass green apple. Oh, uh, I knew you was going to say apple. I knew you was going to say apple. Oh, green I was like, she going to say apple. apple. She going to say fucking apple. Green apple Kool-Aid. I was like, where the fuck is the grape? Okay. It's only two Kool-Aids like, oh. that ain't real Kool-Aid. Apple Kool-Aid and orange Kool-Aid. Orange Kool-Aid is the biggest fucking myth of a Kool-Aid that has ever Kool-Aid. Well, I actually have a packet of it. Mm. It's just, it, the thing about it is it's not as good as Hi-Fi orange. I'm no, sorry, it's not. Orange it's like crushes it, orange Kool-Aid. It, it, it ain't like, turned up enough. Orange Kool-Aid orange. is weird. It's, yeah, it's not turned up enough. It really is like orange flavoring for Kool-Aid. It's just not... The like myth, the legend stuff, is a lie. OJ... Uh, no. It's the sunny yeah, D of orange flavoring drinks. I'm sorry. Well, I think high C orange, low key, like of the of all the high C's between ecto cooler and high C orange, like that's the only high C's that's acceptable to drink. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't think you can drink high C fruit punch. No, that's a waste of time. You can get a better fruit punch out there. But what I know about Kool Aid though is that I wanted grape. <laughs> and they did not have it. And see, they have the suicide. And the suicide is the blue raspberry, the red, and the grape all mixed together. I was like, I just want grape. Yeah, you wasn't feeling like having company. You wanted just grape. You didn't want grape at first. Like, I get you it. You can't go wrong with grape Kool-Aid, a grape popsicle. You can't go wrong with, like, grape. I was like, who's, I said, ma'am, I want to speak to a manager. The, the nigga I'm, is strong I'm, right now. I'm, I'm complaining. I complained. I complained. Like, I come to Wing Heaven all the time. I was like, I will stop coming here right behind this. I want great to return. Don't ever put green apple. The fuck is that? Don't you love, like, threatening people with false lies? I will never come here like, again. Oh, I, hmm. I don't know why I said that, because I got to come back and get these wings. Oh, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't, woo, that was bold. I'm glad, I'm glad they caved. Uh, listen, I don't, I don't recognize this, what you're trying to say. <laughs> All I know is, is, okay, when I go back up to Wing Heaven, I'll follow up with this on the Cooking the Gooch. I go back to Wing Heaven, if there is not great Kool-Aid available, <sighs> have her grape. Have her I'm grapes and eat it too. I went ahead and just got red. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a default. Red is default. So, mm. it is. It's what your shit is set to if you ain't trying to make no customizations. All I know is, is it was whack. It, like, the flavor, whack. The taste, whack. The color, whack. The way that it's red apple and it's not a blow pop, whack. It's a lot of, it's a lot of whack spot. right now. I'm just pissed. I was pissed. I'm just pissed. Like, ugh. This is, everything is wiggity, wiggy wiggy whack right now. It's all whack. Basically, just fucking whack. Just, mm. anyway. Okay, so I digress. <laughs> now. It's cool. This is the part of the flow where we talk about Nikki and Remy. Okay. <laughs> it's whack, man. Like, it's whack. I'll be that. I'll be that one here. It's whack. Okay. okay, fucking, I don't, listen, 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 and and you talk about, like, you like that battle, like, understand that as a child, I followed niggas, like, like, I waited for albums from niggas like Jay Mills, Jay Hood, J.R. Ryder, Mook, 
serious. Like I listen mm-hmm. to lyrical ass talking shit bar mm-hmm. punchline dropping ass rappers. I was on mm-hmm. Remy when she first came in the game. Literally, mm-hmm. we just did Trap Karaoke and we did Annie Up Remix because Remy's verse on that shit is fire. Because Buster's yep. verse on that shit is fire. I was a yep. Remy fan. Understand. Understand. Okay? I have been following this girl since she blades, like, she came into the game. I remember the Lady Luck battles. Please call me when they want to get a brick. Because even when I'm not spitting, I'm still that bitch in the kitchen with that pirate's vision. And the way I chef up and make them hang your connect up. See, I guarantee to bring back extra. Take a buck 30 a white and make 200 hard. And it's butter plus 70 grams for Remy Ma. Oh, God. Now that's a prophecy. I'm like a prophet. I'm going to have all my followers run through your project. Smack the shit out of anybody that's not on my dick. See, they planned and plotted, but what you forgot is I'm I'm a lunatic, crazy ass bitch with not enough sense in, too much dollars. I pop your top right off of your fucking collar. Young Remezi, you know who I be, bitch. Holler, yeah. Word to grandma, I cop the hammer on the block and blow your face off in front of the camera. See if you can plug that hole with your bitch ass bandana. And I still got my jewels like my name was Santana. What, little homie? Y'all niggas don't know me. Bitches gonna pay, cause y'all motherfuckers owe me. Like Puffin Mace, can't nobody hold me down from the boogie bronx smell with my hoodie on got pounds of the brown right on the boulevard getting towed down in the motherfucking titty bar like fuck these bitches i'm trying to get pissy and i'm not gay so fuck your body yaddy look around it's a sausage party when i pull up in the pink bin with the powder pink tints on 22 inches half black chick friends hop out with the pink tims laced with the mink trim platinum with the pink gems what you gonna think then bet you gonna love him she gonna want to Fuck rim, but you were saying fuck rim. But now I'm like, fuck mm. them. Benzes, bracelets, try to picture me naked. I'm still limping because of the size of the rocks in my anklet. My chain's still heavy because I just can't take it and I still can't force it. Don't mean to be flossing. How many times you see a chick fly by in a new Porsche with no tents? I want you to see me, nigga. I look at grown men like you want to be me, nigga. You rapping chicks, I hold my own. Spit flim, grab my click. While y'all in college trying to figure your life, I spend tuition on ice, nigga. Get your mind right. Nordica sweats over white on white nights. Fuck the hype. Lady Luck, I know she nice. Fight, mend the dikes, I'm the win in the night. Trips of four, five, six when I'm spinning the dike. Your man Ooh. coming to the hotel if he licking the night. Got the red crabs clapping Hello? sick when I write. Ooh. Only thing I ever Ooh. learned in school was math. Add 20s on the jag, minus the top fast. Haters multiply cause I sit on cash. Pack a nine with 16 at the vodka brain mass. Ooh. Pretty face, big tits, and a nice ass. Shit, ask your click who control the street. Little five, six mama and I hold the heat. Shoot at your ass. Rip off most your cheek. Break a Heineken bottle, cut most your cheek. I'm cocky, your pounds with the left, and I don't speak. Finger my twat, I'm really into myself. Stop the whip, the rims keep spinning themselves. My name's Luck. That's too much. Oh, we still going? Them the fuck you gonna do? Bust my rhymes like guns, boo. Kick my shit like kung fu. You don't got no clue what I'm going through. Come your block. Okay, I watched them shits. Luck was great. Remy was great. I was there. Like, I cared about these artists. Feel yeah. me. So when she dropped Sheether, 
Okay. I was fucking disgusted. Like while everybody else was going, oh, look at how much shit she talking about Nikki. I'm listening to this fucking flow. And again, we just did her verse at Trap Karaoke. Okay. I know Remy got flow. I know Remy got bars. And I know she can talk shit. As far as actual MCs, like a female MC who could eat other female MCs, Remy is that person. Remy or Remy was that person. I don't know if Remy's that person anymore. I'm saying that Remy is that person. Okay. I feel like right. Jail might have changed the nigga. Love and Pat might have changed the nigga. You know, it I, I, I hear Sheether and all I hear is this lazy fucking flow with her reading from a paper of shit she googled some of the lamest most cheapest bars that she could like they were some of those were Nicki Minaj bars for sure without the antics mm. and 50 million voices okay it it just and it's over it's over ether it's uncreative it's not lyrical it has no fucking flow it is literally just her dragging shit from the news about Nikki that we knew the only thing new that she brought to the Nicki Minaj situation that we didn't already know was the shit Meek told her about her ass dropping which we actually had <laughs> photos of so we also knew that her ass had dropped you know it just I hear Sheether and all I hear is okay yeah I knew that I knew that okay cool but the way you saying it ain't even dope like it's just it's just lazy she's she did I really do feel like if she'd have had a more upbeat like a more eating, a, more, a, be, a better beat that you could eat off of today. Okay, I feel like if she'd had a better beat that you could eat off of today, that verse would have went from being seven minutes long to about three and a half minutes long. With no mm-hmm. change in the lyrics or anything. She could have spit the same lyrics, but she would have had to actually fucking flow. And Remy can't flow. So I don't know what this stutter step, watching out for dog shit in the dog park, rapping she doing right now, but she need to get off this shit. <laughs> Cause it's whack, yo. <laughs> it's fucking whack. Like that's not her style. It's fucking whack. I, I don't know what happened. It's whack though, and I'm not feeling it. And then fucking she then she drops the the another one. That shit was garbage. That was complete garbage. Like if she was trying to do what Drake did to Meek, she did it in the wrong way. She should have switched them. It should have been another one, which should have been called the first one. And then she should have mm-hmm. did Sheethering. The 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 then the Sheethering should have happened. That would have worked better in her favor. I still would have felt like the shit was whack. Because I never want to hear Sheetha again. It's seven minutes of just drab ass. She, her ass dropped. Her ass dropped. I'm like, okay, man, I, I get it, yo. I, I agree. I agree with um, the, the first, the whole, like, first 16 lines were just that whole ass, like, just the different dumb and ass and just she just kept saying she kept dumb saying and dumb ass, ass. <laughs> and yeah and I just was like girl but once I got past all that she really did kind of go into it but I agree I don't think that ether was the right beat I think that ether was right for Nas in the way Nas did it because Nas really had a lot of humor with it he called, you know, he said, you know, Jay-Z's dick sucking lips, your camel, and how many of Big's rhymes would come out of, you know, your mouth. And, you know, he really started saying things. And I think that was one of the things that made it so effective because some of the stuff that he was saying was stuff that people would probably never admit about Jay-Z. Yeah. And it was, and his you know? charisma on it was tight. Who the best? Pac, Nas, and Big ain't no best. East, West, North, South, Floor, Style, Gravy. I embrace y'all with napalm. Blown up. No guts. Left chest, face gone. How can y'all, like, how can Nas be garbage? Send me auto. Come on, man. Like, Nas had ether 
Nas practiced. Nas was ready to kill Ether. Like, and if you listen to Ether by itself without Nas's lyrics over, it's one of the most boring beats ever. It is the same loop. Dun, 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 dun. It's not a beat that you're gonna sit and like walk to class and bump your head to and shit. Like if Nas ain't spitting his verse over it, then you're not listening to either. Okay, takeover to me is a more hard hitting beat. Like takeover sounds like a nigga stomping through your house. It does. Okay, and Jay-Z spit over that too, so it, to me, that's why that is such a huge battle. It wasn't just one, it was two rap gods, okay, going at each other. It was full lyricism. Two, two top tier and yeah. in their prime. Yes. And the thing about it as well is that, you know, that was, I think with, also with um, the disses with Nas and Jay-Z, it was strategic in a sense. Yes. Whereas Jay-Z broke up his verses to address during TakeOver. He went at Prodigy, he went at Nas, and then with Nas 50 Cent, came back. 50 Cent got half a bar. 50, huh? 50 Cent got half a bar. Half. Half like, a bar. Yeah. And for the half. rest of y'all niggas throwing shots at Jigga, you only get half a bar. Fuck y'all niggas. Like, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> yep. And I think also, too, it's like, I think to, to really effectively survive a diss, I think Jay-Z is a blueprint because, I mean, a lot of people diss Jay-Z all the time, but he only picks and chooses who he's going to respond to. And he was really doing the whole diss thing and just, you know, having fun, just plucking niggas off because he was at the top. But Nas was just like, hold up. You? <laughs> exactly. All people talking about me? You? Like, we're not, I'm not having it. And And it just... And it was it, it was it was a it was a great moment <laughs> because that was and then plus two like beef really when it happened you know back in the day it was personal like you saw each other in a club or you just never got along or you ain't you know kick it or you know you were in a club and it was a misunderstanding like something happened like it was a real legitimate like an incident or something like really popped off now it's too many oh sounds like he was talking about me or i felt like he was talking about me and people jump out there and then they apologize like no like they had a problem they were going to air it out and they took it on uh, aired it out on wax and that's mm-hmm. what you know made it also exciting to watch too it was just like you had to wait that anticipation so and and and, and nikki's I, not and nikki's not getting off on this i'm I, i'm definitely not done like nikki's not getting off on this at all nikki minaj did exactly what the fuck i thought she was gonna do okay okay she dropped a i'm getting a bit more echo from your side so i'll put that in chat um i nikki nikki did what i assumed she would do Okay, which is what I wish Remy had done. Pick a club banger, pick a club beat, mm-hmm. spit a diss over it. Okay, the thing with Nikki is one, I guess in today's time period, she waited too long, but I really don't think 14 days is too long for when you for, for a response to this when both of y'all are right now not at the top of y'all's lyrical game. Okay. Like, if they had really been trading songs night after night back and forth, we would have got some of the most garbage lyrics of all time because mm-hmm. they just can't write that well that fast. They're not fucking, like, Joe Budden status of writing Ooh. disses. Remy Ma and, and Nicki Minaj. I, I just I don't disagree. think... I, I don't think Remy, Remy can... 
I think Remy can do. I think Remy could. I just think that um, I think she rushed it. I think if she really sat back and um, thought this through, she could have approached it way more differently. Um, one of the things, and we had kind of talked about this on the show last week, but it just seems like it just seems like Meek Mill's running around stirring up the pot being a messy bitch and she just got a hot piece of gossip and ran to the studio with it. I, I feel like that. I feel like that, that cause I heard what you said on the podcast this week. And I, I agree that that scenario you created with uh safari and, and Meek Mill just being there ready to give all the dice. Like I, under, I, I agree with that, but I also don't want to give Remy benefit of the doubt that she had to rush and do this because nobody knew she was doing this. So she could have took time to perfect this. Like she could have came in strong and that's where people misunderstand the Drake and the Meek beef. See niggas think Drake was responding. Cause I've seen this today when I've read people's comments on Facebook and Twitter, they think that Meek, that Drake was responding to a Meek Mill diss that was already out. That's not the case. Meek Mill was running his fucking mouth at places and hadn't actually put a diss out was just saying underhanded, disrespectful shit. And Drake mm-hmm. hit him with charged up and was mm-hmm. like, yo, Meek. Everybody was like, oh, oh, Meek got to respond. And before he could even fucking respond in the middle of the night while we was dreaming back to backdrop. Mm-hmm. Okay. He planned that. He he sat and he watched too. Like he sat and he didn't say nothing because a bunch of niggas was arguing over that beef. Uh, like Quentin Miller and, dudes, and niggas was on. Twitter, I mean, was on Twitter arguing with each other. Forty was arguing with niggas. Boy Wonder was arguing with niggas. OG Mako was arguing with niggas. Like everybody was arguing over this beef except Drake. Drake wasn't saying shit. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped two disses. Charged up was weak, and it was a and teaser. I did not like Charged up when I heard it. It wasn't. It was weak. Was like oh my gosh, Charged up. Meek's gonna finish Drake, but then he did back, back to back, back, and I was like. Oh, it was a teaser. Gosh. It's like he set him up. It was like he he literally like lured him in, right? He, he lured did. everybody with charged up. Everybody had this false pretense of or this is this false assumption that Meek was gonna kill him because we all see Meek as the street rapper, right? Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. Des- despite the fact that we don't have any battle knowledge of we don't have any knowledge of Meek actually ever battling for real, like battling. And battling. it wasn't until he got into beef with Beanie Siegel and Beanie did that interview on Tagstone that I started to think about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like you saw him, you know, growing up with the you saw the video he had the braids and shit, and he was you know rapping and jumping on, but he didn't. He never really like he's not. He has not been tested. Right and. And, and and so he did, and he failed, and it was to Drake of all people, Drake who couldn't even really get you know a diss with Common off the ground, which I think Common in his prime versus Drake, you know, would have. They're been two really different. Good. It's two different eras of monster. I will say this: Drake's nine to nine a.m. in um is it Houston or is it nine a.m. in Toronto? The one where he just went off on everybody. He was talking about Rihanna's having an OVO sweater in her suitcase and shit where he just went at Chris Brown and he went at a few other niggas whose names he didn't want to drop. I think he went after Chris. I think he went after The weekend. Like 9 a.m. in Toronto is like supreme don't fuck with Drake Drake. That is that is a dope-ass beat and he was killing niggas in that shit subliminally. Like he was just I, I, these niggas done really pissed me off and got me right. See, Drake. when Drake first came out... <sighs> 
I'm, I've never really been a big Drake fan. I've never been a Drake, like, a huge Drake fan. All either. of his music, it sounds the same for some odd reason, but it's for whatever reason, it creates these earworms. He 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 knows what he's doing. I'll say that. Oh, he's, he's witty for sure. I, yeah, he's he's clearly he's he's got some some business smarts to him. Um, he knows his audience. He knows how to keep people interested, mm-hmm. and he knows how to how to work the game in his favor. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, he's like. J. Cole with punchline. I don't, it's hard to I think he has it. more charisma and understanding of people, the rap game, and actual music, and and what sells and what tops the charts than J. Cole does. He is more confident Absolutely. than J. Cole is. True. Drake has always True. been more confident than J. Cole is. Despite J. Cole, okay. I think, in his, in his infancy making better music, I think that, that Drake always had this confidence of, despite y'all thinking I'm corny, despite y'all thinking this, hey, bro, I'm doing me. I'm going to make this love songs. I'm going to make these witty rap songs. I'm going to do verses with M and Kanye and Wheezy. And y'all going to love every bit of it. Y'all going to eat all that shit up. Whether you like me or not, you're going to know my fucking name. You're going to know my album is dropping. You're going to know everything about me. You're going to hate me for it, too. Mm-hmm. And I think he accomplished yeah, it very well. he comes from Degrassi, which is like, <laughs> if you ever watched Wheelchair it, Jimmy. <laughs> Man got shot by the okay, locker. Mr. Okay, Mr. Radish. <laughs> you know, but um, but I mean, back to Nikki. I don't. I think that Nikki addressed. I think in her little weak response, which is clearly a song first and a diss second. Um, she was one. She's trying to make a single, and it was number one on iTunes today when it dropped. Of course, because exactly the Barbies gonna are going to go after think Drake. I think she's taking a page from Drake on mm-hmm. that. She's got an album to sell, which is something that Remy doesn't have. Remy does not have an album to push right now. And and Nicki came out today and was like, look, I'm going to drop these three new songs and I'm going to let y'all know I got an album coming. Remy dropped Sheathering and we didn't get nothing else from her about it. Like that was her, that was in that moment. And this is what we talking about, this planning shit. You was yeah, going to go after Nicki Minaj. You should have had planned marketing ready for this. And she didn't. She didn't. She and, and, and at best, at best, the best thing she could have did, the easiest way that Remy Ma could have won this battle, and before before Nikki had a chance to respond two weeks later, a dope beat, the same lyrics, at a much faster at a, at what a higher BPM, and some actual mm-hmm. fun flow. Okay, mm-hmm. same lyrics though, and turn and it become a club banger. Yep. That's all she, she needed to did. do, and the song would have been being played everywhere. But at this point, she her shit then got pulled off the internet. It got pulled off the internet and the radio, from what I'm reading in these articles, because of, of her using Ether. She absolutely could have did Lean Back 2K7. Boom. Team. And, I mean, like, Remy has... Remy knows... See, this is the part that's so frustrating about this. It's like, whoever... Like, Remy needs a mentor. Everyone is rooting for Remy right now, where she is in life. She didn't have to diss her, like, off some aggressive stuff, because it's like, bitch, you just came home. Like, chill. (laughs) But also, she could have just been like, you know what? I'm the queen. I want this title. And she could have just dropped something dope as fuck. Like, something hard. Like, just, 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 like... Wish I could bring Pum back 2K17. Just like it had everybody like, oh my God, like it's crazy, it's crazy. She could have did that and just been like, I'm the queen of rap. 
She, but, but like, I mean, I that, you could have turned that into a bar. You, you could have huh? turned that into a bar. She could have said, y'all motherfucker, yo, that fucking bitch is dumb whack. Wish I could bring pun back. Right. Run that. Like, if she'd have thrown that in there, yeah. if that would have been her hook, which is, which yeah. I can't wait till we get into conversations about some of these rap battles, like some of our favorite battles, because hooks are important for some battles. Yeah. Beat is important for some battles. Lyricism yeah. and delivery is important for some battles. It depends on the artist. What made yeah. the battle track dope? What made yeah. them the winner? Okay. Right. And and you definitely have to, you know, you have to know what you're doing. Like, it's, it's easy to diss somebody. It really is. But the purpose of dissing somebody, you really are trying to end them. So when you come and you're dissing somebody, ain't no half-stepping. Like, you have to be on point all around. And that's what's making this so frustrating is that we have two female rappers right now with the potential and they're not focused. Yep. And I don't know what the problem is. And I just feel like, truth be told, I feel like Drake dissed Meek because he got with Nicki and he could and he wanted to embarrass him. Like, you chose him over me once again. And he did. I just... I, I, I just feel the petty oozing through all of this stuff. I just... I just, And I just want to make up all these petty, these petty scenarios to go with it. But mm-hmm. I'll digress. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Um... But... Um... <laughs> Let's, let's let's get into these rap battles because we could we could we could we could give advice all night, but we giving it away for free to both of these chicks True. right now. We need to stop. Oh yeah, call me though, uh, Remy. I'll be your image consultant. Oh, um, and you niggas waiting to hear a papoose verse on this culture vultures drunk? Y'all niggas are drunk. I can't wait till he delivers it though, because if if papoose jumps in, oh my god, yes, let it happen. Oh, he's gonna jump in, but I think it's gonna be so. I think it is going to it's be, gonna be Pap- so boring. <laughs> I think it's going to Papoos for people who don't understand. Again, I was a person who listened to Alphabet I Slaughter thought. or whatever. I had Papoos's Beast, his Beast mixtape, and all that shit from back in the. I had all of them mixtapes. Had them all. all. The play with, with Papoos. Pap- all of it. Papoos started <laughs> off strong, like he was just a lyricist you had never heard before. But then when you realized that he felt the need to turn everything into a fucking punchline. That's when it was like, okay, Papoose doesn't know how to pull back. Like that's, that's all he does is turn shit into punchlines. He can rap. It's just he's not a smart rap. Like he's a yeah, he, he thinks he's a witty rapper, but really it's like a corny wit. It's not. It's the it's he is the more intelligent version of what Lil Wayne does now. Where you listen to where, where you can literally listen to a Lil Wayne album and pull out one hundred awful bars easily. Only on your first listen, you can get one hundred good bars. Trust me, I I do this. I used to do this on Twitter. I used to wait till Lil Wayne would drop a new album or mixtape, and I would t- I would listen to his album while I listened to it. I would tweet out all the awful bars that I heard, and you. I mean, I would have rap artists coming into my mentions. Like, yo, you making these bars up, dog. Wayne ain't say that. I'm like, why would I make these bars up? Telling you. But see, that's the thing. Like, there was a point Wayne was going through something. I don't know what was happening in his life, but it just was painful. Yeah. It was very painful. <laughs> so, um, all right, so so you first. So the, so we're supposed to be talking about our top five rap mm-hmm. battles, right? So you wanna do right. like 
you want to start from you want to just go through five like you or you do one and then i do one or you want to do all yeah. of yours and then i do all of mine i'm gonna name mine yeah we're gonna start from five and work up so okay we'll start with number five um my number five though because i was born in 1978 um kumo d versus l.o cool j okay uh, how you like me now versus jack the ripper MCs in the place that said I could only rock rhymes and only rock crowds, but never rock records. How you like me now? Like it's supposed to be played. New Jacks, you all should have stayed out of the business. What is this amateur night at the Apollo? Get off this stage. I'm enraged, just like a lion trapped inside of a cage. I'm the real king. Rap is a jungle. I never understood how could one go to a party, watch me stand around and jock me, become a rapper, then try to rock me. put that in there for my old school beef because when I was in third grade that's when they were beefing and it was like the shit like we were going out you know like you had to actually go out and buy the album <laughs> or read it and write on or have an older brother or older sibling or sister who could tell you what was happening um but yeah I, I how you like me now you know that was a jam or whatever and LL Cool J was always battling you know fighting to just not be the pretty boy you know, and he was never scared to really, you know, go at anybody. He was an MC's MC. And I think, yeah, for me, that's my number five. But, you know, it's kind of a, a homage, if you will, to back in the day. Because, mm -hmm. you know, he had the, the album cover where he was driving over the Kango. So that was like, ooh, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. back in the day, somebody, you know, dissed somebody and everybody was like, ooh, like, that was like the worst thing that could happen to you. Yeah. But LL survived all of it. Um, he still, you know, has a career and is still relevant, you know, after damn near 30, almost 40 years. So, you know, I think it's, it was, you know, I think that was a good time. I like how you said he has a career, not a rap career, because ain't nobody looking forward to oh. LL's next album. No, nah, that nigga's on TV. Right. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a head for TV. So. <laughs> He he's like on the um daytime soap opera cosmetic surgery um plan mm. Mm. he's going to get tightened up every like six months mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah all right so well, all right so you want me to do my fifth mm -hmm. okay my fifth um let's see my fifth 
Okay, I'll, I'll make my fifth uh, Saigon versus Joe Budden. So Saigon won. And uh, he did. He he. The Yard Father won because I don't fucking like Joe Budden. And I think his, mm-hmm. I think Saigon's shit had more of a Yard, of a yard Father, like street energy to it than Joe Budden. I think Joe mm-hmm. Budden was, was too calculated to an extent with some of his bars. Like, I think he mm-hmm. tried too hard and not enough to make these punchlines that felt like they were going to hurt, but it felt like he was just boasting. Saigon, it literally mm-hmm. smelled like, felt like he would smack fire out your ass if he saw you, yeah. which he did yeah. to Prodigy at their own show on stage with them niggas. Saigon dropped um, he dropped one of the best probably one of the top produced albums by Just Blaze I've ever heard it, it's not yeah. one of the best albums I've ever heard but as far as like beats huge. and transitioning between songs like that that album he did with Blaze the first his first album was very dope um, the 24 hour joint he did with Static was cool he had really good mixtapes like he he used to just have some songs that you could listen to and the bars and shit because he was very down to earth but he was lyrically talented. He was definitely lyrically talented. And he was kind of built for this beef and shit because he came into this beef with Joe Buttons. And um, and at the time, I mean, we're at, th- at this time, we're talking about people like um, Jay Mills and Murder Mook and Saigon and Joe Button and Fabulous and Lloyd Banks. And all yep. of these, all of these niggas was dropping mixtapes constantly, and they were some of the most lyrical dudes you could get a mixtape. Cassidy, like yes, there was a time where Cassidy was one of the. Well, a, a, he would drop a mixtape, you would look forward to it. Okay. At you, one point in time. Yeah. At one point in time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Cassidy. I, I stopped fucking with Cassidy when I realized that I do the words to all his songs because he kept recycling lyrics from track to track and just take a mixtape. It was something about Cassidy. It, Okay, so this is a part of why we, you know, we're going to talk about it later, but 
when he was um, rapping and doing the mixtape, but when he was trying to do the commercial, bit, I hated like that show. That's when people would, you know, it just because he his was crossover too, pill he was, was trash. street. Huh? His crossover pill was trash. He always had to release an R and B cut single that sounded nothing like his mixtape singles. Right. And it just, he just, he just, it wasn't consistent. There. He wasn't any consistency there. Excuse me. And, um, the singles that he did, they were mediocre at best. Like they weren't even bangers. I mean, they were like good for the club. Like, yeah, it was like, he was just going after low hanging fruit. But I, I thought Cassidy, I really enjoyed him on Strictly Business with Swiss yeah. when yeah, he first came out. Verse. I love that song. And even I hated him because I love Philadelphia Freeway's first album. And I feel like Freeway did lose the battle to him, but he won the war because he had the better He was album. crying on the song, man. He definitely lost the battle. He Once he started Shut crying up. on it, he lost the battle. Man, he said, niggas, how you lean back like Z's. Oh, and I was man. like, ooh. That was like one of my favorite things that Cassidy's ever said, but I don't particularly care for him. I, I tell you this, Cassidy, once he got away from the I'm a Hustler, and that first mm-hmm. fuck ass out that R&B rap album he did and Fabulous did the same shit. Fabulous kept trying mm-hmm. to do these fucking R&B sounding ass tunes when right, and he wouldn't he, right. he wouldn't just keep doing like breathe type songs. He would try to do these I need to put little Mo on the hook ass shit and that's yeah. but if you want to hear some a good Cassidy project, his album Bars is Bars, actually the Adrian Reese story. Yeah, it's actually a good a, a dope listen from him. That's actually mm-hmm. a good listen from him because he got away from the industry shit. But back to the, the Saigon and Joe Buttons, it's for me like like on Saigon came through and he did pushing buttons, right? And he mm-hmm. said shit like he he buy everything, bipolar, by curious. He think <laughs> he thinking he's smart, like he can thank me apart. How he the brain when he's pinky at heart. You got a nice little buzz on the message boards, but your album collecting dust in the record stores, which was true. Joe Buttons was only popping on message it boards. It was true. Like he was, it was because after he did Pump It Up, everybody was like, Joey's a problem. He's a problem. And and then he did, um, was it? Mood Mo- music? music too was the and one that brought so him back. Every, like he was dropping all these projects and it was like, he the potential's there, but his album was just like, no, dud. It, it was, it was always <laughs> does. And, and, and Saigon said shit like, you was popping Viking and frail motherfucker. You need to be popping vitamins to pump it up mm-hmm. this. And then at the end of this fucking disc, he actually was like, fuck it, dog. We're going to freestyle over pump it up. And he, he killed it in the first like three bars over pump it up. Mm-hmm. Like he just made fun of the hook and everything. Now Saigon came, I mean, not Saigon, Joe Button came back with pain in his life, which was a Saigon disc, which is him making fun of one of Saigon's biggest tracks, pain in my life. And he right. was like, uh, Almost thought you would come with the ether. You got a gut feeling. You hot. I think you can't stomach a fever. I leave my mark on you like it's in one of your features. I'm a bomb. I'm a bomb with the pen. I'm more like bombs with no pen. Ain't no bullet in the world can he can bench press. You are are you a rapper or a bodybuilder? Velcro tongue. Hope dude stick to his words. Prison the only place he was next to blow. He went in a tight end and came out a wide receiver. Tried to help him. I've been in his shoes. I just took him off. For me to take him serious, Holmes, get Mook load, loaded Lux Jinx, maybe Serious Jones. Like Jen, Jen was, I mean, Jen, Jen was fire too. Jen. Um, how do you think lesser than me when you easily the lesser MC? Like he had bars, but I just think Saigon went in a lot harder. Sa- he, Saigon, when Saigon had an intensity, 
um, I think, to his delivery yeah. and the way he flowed. He was so hungry. He was so hungry. And it was kind of hard, you know, watching him on his grind because he wanted it so bad and he was trying to make it, but things just were not working out. And I never really understood why, but it seemed to be like some politics, maybe some industry behind the scenes stuff that maybe we weren't privy to, but he just didn't make it. But when he, but he had a hair up his ass about Joe Budden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Joe Budden think- is the same person who ended up getting punched by one of Raekwon's boys at, you know, Rock the Bells and shit on camera absolutely so joe buttons was always getting in with somebody and saigon joe buttons was the only person he got into beef with but this beef in particular was one that spawned some actual like dope back and forth tracks and but in the end i think saigon got joe button i think he got him yeah i i i'm just i've never seen it for joe um his mood I think music he's was got so abilities, good. He's got talents. I think he's too smart for his own good. He's pompous as shit. Too- I've interviewed him before. He's he's pompous, man. Did yeah, he, you know, his, he, his, he's 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 blowing it for himself because yeah, that maybe, he's he's narcissistic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why I hated yeah. watching him on Love and Hip Hop because every time he spoke to people, he spoke to them like he was smarter than everybody else in the room, but he was still saying stupid shit. Or he right. won't say he had delusions of grandeur. Yeah. So, um, all right. Who was your number four? Um, I chose DJ Quick versus MCA. Ah, you chose my number three. Okay. Oh, shut up. Yes. What? We have one? Yes. What? Yes. You got my number three. All right. So let go ahead. Go ahead. DJ Quick. I love DJ Quick. I love DJ Quick because everybody wants to be like Compton. I love DJ Quick. I think he's one of the best producers on the West Coast. Um, he can rap and he mm-hmm. can put together a song. He's got musical ability. I mean, when I listen to his songs, like he's captured the Cali vibe. I think he's very underrated as far as West Coast um, DJs. I put him, I put him up there with Dre, maybe even above Dre. I mean, he's been around Early. that long and he's he's kept his notoriety that long. So yeah. Yeah, and when he dissed MC8, I mean, I'm holding my CD, Murder Was The Case CD. I'm looking at it right now. They were, their disses and were night and day, yo. They, they were, were night and, and I, fucking day. His was Death Wish 3. This, MC, MC8's was Death Wish 3, and DJ Quick's was Dollars and Cents. And Cents, right. And I still, to this day, bump, it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Like, it was a straight Cali beat, but the thing with made DJ Quick stand out was that he was babbling about like, yeah, when I sent you in the airport and, you know, you thought we was going, you know, blessed on you, was ready to run and shit, he but you I, came over and kissed my ass and, and he was just going. He was like, I caught you, he said, I caught you at the airport shaking like a crap game. Right. And he was just talking about like, you left the G out your name because the G ain't in That's the line. Me, like, that's the I line right like there. That yo. line, that line killed MCA's career. That was it. That was the murder line. Because every time you look at his name, you're going to think of that line. Like, that's it. Right. Like, the G ain't in. And it was like, it, when he said it, it was like, it don't make dollars. It don't make sense. And after that, I just couldn't look at MCA the same no more. Real Compton, uh, you got it started, so let me finish, fool, you can't fuck with the straight up menace, nigga, it's time to pull your fucking card, bookworm, let me see your squirm, cause you ain't that fucking hard, huh? you drop the bullet to the test, but ain't no way you're willing, who best can protect that bird chest, nigga, come 
prepared before. But you gon' be the first, you little trick asshole. Then you can tell me just how it takes. But before I let I shoot some piss in your face, you fucking coward. Feeling like a nervous wreck. Cause when I caught your ass, you put yourself in check. And when you left my presence, you left speedy in. You ain't no fucking killer, you's a comedian, gotcha. Tell me why you act so scary. Giving your set a bad name with your misspelt name. D-I-H-T. Now should I continue? Yeah, you left out the G, cause the G ain't in you. Remember that time you was rolling on the west side? And a little brown bucket put up on your side. Call that that light in your Camry in the midst of a real killer. Tell me, did you feel a little nervous? You was in the shadow of death with two tramp five sevens pointed at your chest. Mm, what you gonna do? Where was your niggas that kill at? You ain't got no killer, so kill that. Holding up your hands and begging for a pass. You lucky they didn't just to get the dumping on your ass. Cause this day you think it's funny is some real shit. So you need to be more careful who you fucking with. Like he I called mean, MCA a movie script killer because of Menace to Society, yo. Yeah. It was just, it was just all, it was, he was in Menace and Boys, wasn't he? No, he, he wasn't in Boys and he was only in Menace to Society. Okay, okay, he was only in Menace. I know he was old boy's cousin. He may have been in South friend. Central or some shit, but he was No, he wasn't, I know, he definitely wasn't in South Central. I know South Central. <laughs> he wasn't in South, he, he wasn't in there with, uh, what my boy Lil Ray Ray and them, he wasn't in South Central. Oh, this deuce territory over here. <laughs> Oh, show you right. Show you right. Ray Ray. <laughs> He's a man, Buddha. A man. <laughs> but yeah, MC8 just was not, he didn't know what to do. And it's funny, I watched an interview uh, with MC8 talking about it later. And MC8 was kind of like, it was more of a misunderstanding. Quick thought I was coming at him when I said something on a track because he had did some of my boys and he thought I was coming at him. I think the line that Quick thought was about him was biting me quick would mean you get my dick, you get my dick sucked quick. And he th- Quick thought that was a jab at him. So but then nah, he came back he, with dollars and cents. How, but how, hold up. How could that not be? A, nah. I, I, I hear mean, you. I hear you. I hear I you. Like, you know, he dissed your boys. And then you coming out with the line with the quick. Bye. See, I, and that's why, that's why, that's why. That's why I never felt bad about abandoning MC8. Mm. Never felt bad about it. I always felt like he lost the battle to Quick. He ended his career. And yeah, he was no Spice One. I'm sorry. Anybody who's an MCA fan is a weirdo. Mm. (laughs) That's that's my my number four, though. Okay. That's how I feel about it. All I right. just think that DJ Quick, I, I just stand out for DJ Quick and yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do when you did somebody. You mm. end them. And he did that. And he did it handily. And he didn't end the beat. For real, for the beat was nice. It was. It wasn't even, it was It was just a nice ass beat. Like it was, you know, he, he it was like he danced on him like he didn't even try hard he was just like i'm gonna make this real quick and just get him up out of here yeah death wish three was just a boring slow step of a song all mc8 songs were boring and slow yeah just um okay so i guess uh shit we shared it so i guess i don't have to do a number three but i can jump into a four mm-hmm. all right so my number four is um 
Hey, yo, yo, what up, man? It's your boy, Saigo, man. Usually I'm not too serious, man. Usually I smile and all that. But right now I got a question, man. Where the fuck is my 40 acres, man? Where's my 40 acres, man? I got my mule. She's outside. Checking out where's my 40 acres. You